I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. According to the publisher of a trade journal called World Trade City, Ken Roberts, encouraging more manufacturing in Central America would improve the lives of the population and help alleviate the issue of immigration. But Mexico has enormous potential still, and I would even suggest that uh, even though the countries of Central America are smaller, if you combined, if you could encourage more manufacturing in Central America, which already does a fair amount of agricultural and apparel, as well as with Mexico, you could also help improve the lives of those people who might then feel less need to try to come into this country, which creates issues here at the border. Recently, Far Bridge Connect Live hosted publisher Ken Roberts of World Trade City. That's a trade publication that focuses on the import-export business. After outlining the top imports and exports through Far Bridge, Ken Roberts held a question-and-answer session. Here's some highlights from that question-and-answer session. One question that Roberts answered was about reshoring. Reshoring is a fascinating topic. If there's any country in the world that would have the potential, or in this hemisphere anyway, for sure, potential is Mexico. Um, and with the investment you see, not only here in FAR, but along the Texas border, and perhaps even extending to Arizona, New Mexico, and California, um, there's enormous potential to do more uh, manufacturing here and in uh, Mexico for this hemisphere. Uh, the U.S. remains uh, the world's third largest manufacturer. People are sometimes surprised to know that, but the U.S. is the world's third largest manufacturer. Just we consume a lot in this country. But Mexico has enormous potential still, and I would even suggest that uh, even though the countries of Central America are smaller, if you combined, if you could encourage more manufacturing in Central America, which already does a fair amount of agricultural and apparel, as well as with Mexico, you could also help improve the lives of those people who might then feel less need to try to come into this country, which creates issues here at the border that we're all familiar with or challenges. So uh, I think what you are starting to see, I mean, I did a, I did a, uh, I believe I did a column, Freddie, at Forbes on uh, the, the percentage of imports from Mexico is, and I'm going to probably like uh, six years, maybe 10 years, the percentage of U.S. imports. Total imports are still growing, but the percentage from China is shrinking. So I wanted to see where were those imports coming from. If imports are growing and China's losing market share, where are they coming from? I wanted to say that more was coming from Mexico, but right now it's coming from Vietnam and Cambodia and uh, some of the countries of Southeast Asia and Asia. But there is enormous potential for many things to come uh, from Mexico, um, but it's going to take that investment that we're seeing. You know, FAR is going to double its lanes, as Luis was talking about. Laredo is doubling its lanes. Um, Eagle Pass is looking to ex expand. Um, there are more and more markets along the border who realize there's enormous potential to expand. Uh, the trick will be working very closely together with Mexico um, to make sure that the, the infrastructure is done on both sides. And also there's the uh, economic development on both sides of the border to accommodate. Mm. You know, one of the things that um, as China has gone from, you know, uh, 20 years ago, China was not nearly the powerhouse that it is today. So as China has grown, they have grown an enormous middle class relative to what, to what they had. And they've brought a lot of people out from abject poverty. And in doing so, people's expectations have changed. 
They want more. So the labor costs become comparable at other markets around the world. And you'll see that continue to happen. But as labor costs in China grow up, then you have the transportation costs of bringing all those goods from China by ship, whereas they can be just trucked or railed across from Mexico into the United States. So there's going to be some savings there that you know should start to make some of those things comparable. So I, I think there's enormous potential. I think what the pandemic showed us all is that a diversified supply chain is going to be more and more important going forward. doesn't mean you have to pull out completely of this market or that market, but you need to have backup plans. I think we've all been to the the store in the last two to three years and reached for a shelf where there was always a product that we wanted and found it empty. We're all getting quite used to that. And so we're realizing that supply chains need to be diversified. And I'll, I'll close with this. You know, a lot of people talked about globalization is dying and the supply chain malfunctioned during the pandemic. I, I think it's just the opposite. I think the supply chain performed remarkably well, considering we we're in the middle of a 100 year uh, pandemic that we've not seen in a century. And that one of the largest countries in that China still is locking down big cities where a lot of that uh, manufacturing occurs. So I think the supply chain overall has been certainly tested and we've certainly gotten used to not being able to get things we wanted. But um, I think the supply chain showed it was remarkably uh, durable. And I think that what um, we have seen because of the pandemic, um, that globalization is here to stay and, and should be here to stay. Also, according to Ken Roberts in that question and answer session, education is the key to maintaining competitiveness. Um, education, I would say, is first. Um, you know, educate, it, it all begins and ends with education. Uh, the smarter your workforce, the smarter your people, the better you are. Um, uh, and that's both sides of the border, obviously. And um, uh, I, think, I think one thing I'll say about my Every time I come here, I'm impressed about how hard um, this bridge, Luis, Freddie, Vanessa, and so forth, uh, the, this, the city works um, to make this a better opportunity for growth of trade um, because trade is ultimately going to be very good for this entire region. Uh, the, the, the trick is always uh, some of it you can control and some of you can't. Um, but anytime you can get manufacturers to locate just on the other side is going to be a, a huge plus uh, for far. Um, so I think, and and as we know from from the history of NAFTA and now USMCA, many many of the products that we consume both here and in Mexico go back and forth before they are a finished product. So there's just lots and lots of opportunities. And then the the the, the trick then is also to make sure that all the money that is collected by the city um, uh, for those bridge tolls mm -hmm. gets used really, really wisely to benefit the people of FAR. In fact, I'm speaking uh, tomorrow to the North American Development Bank uh, in San Antonio. And one of the things I'm talking to them about is, you know, how can the lives of the people who live on the border get improved? They play such an important role in their local economies, their state economies, and the national economy. How can their lives be improved? Um, is there opportunity for a, a, a better use of those bridge dollars, we'll call them, and, and can the North American Development Bank, they, they exist largely to um, uh, help support, help fund, help loan, lend money uh, to, for projects to improve the life of people along the border. Um, and so that's a, a common discussion because if the other thing you got to do is you got to 
educate the people, but once you educate the people, they'll make better decisions about uh, their children's education. They'll make the better decisions about their health and their children's health. They'll want more and better a better lifestyle here. And the more you can create a better lifestyle, both here and in Reynosa and so forth, uh, the more people will want to stay and 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 continue, contribute to their community as the children are educated and so forth. You've been listening to highlights of a recent Far Bridge Connects Live featuring Ken Roberts, the publisher of a trade journal called World Trade City. Steve Taylor has written a separate article about the Far Bridge Connect Live, and a full video of Far Bridge Connect Live is available on the Far Bridge Facebook page. I'm Mario Munoz, reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.